You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Good morning, everybody. We got to get this hoot nanny going. We got 15 pounds of crap to put into a 10-pound boot or one of those things. Good morning, uh, Mr. Matt Neely. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Happy Monday. Not too bad. He's got the button-up shirt today, so I don't know if you're just feeling formal. Do you have a do you have a hearing to go to later today? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> got to go cover the internecine uh, 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 st- struggle in the uh, GOP. Woo! We will have a little update on that. All right. We will have a little update on that. First shirt I grabbed today. In answer to your question, first shirt I grabbed today. So. All right. You look beautiful. Um, it's uh, Phil Collins' birthday today, so we're going to have a lot of Phil, Genesis, and Brand X for all of you deep trackers who know what a Brand X is, but it's pretty okay. fun stuff. And uh, Jody Watley, who, of course, Matt saw live at the Sun Devil House. 17 times consecutively. <laughs> Sun Devil House. You've been to the Sun Devil House, right? In the old days. So no, I have not. It uh, was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, I've not, I've not been there. I remember going there when I was at NAU, and they had this horrible drink called the Sunburn, which <laughs> literally was. Now check this out for college kids, right? Sweet drink. My dad always said, stay away from the sweet drinks. Just have a beer. Don't get stupid, right? Uh, basically, rum, Hawaiian punch. Lots of fresh fruit in it. Oh, boy. Ugly. Very ugly. Sounds great in the beginning, and then it gets really ugly. (laughs) Very, 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 very quick. Uh, Let's talk about our weekends, because this is something I've been accused in the past of ignoring, and I should (laughs) bore everyone with our weekends. Um, First of all, you went up to the Valley of the Sun. I did. Yeah, we, me and Mrs. ESQ, and uh, we had a uh, the extended wonder- birthday weekend. Wonderful extended birthday weekend celebration for Mrs. ESQ. Awesome. And, uh, I celebrated it by going to Barrett Jackson with with her brother, and she hung out with her nephew, and they did a lot of fun stuff. And I had a great time at Barrett Jackson, and then we got together and had a wonderful meal. So yeah, it was a it was a great weekend. Um, saw a little bit of basketball, caught up. Uh, enjoyed some good weather up there. Enjoyed some good food. Went to. I was telling you about this place called Pino. That's that's uh, owned by uh, our nephew's uh, his friend's father-in-law. Gotcha. And um, so we went there and had a wonderful dinner on Friday. It was very. What's nice. uh, cross streets on Pino roughly? Um, Scottsdale Road in the 101. Gotcha. So right, okay. Right where Scottsdale Road runs into the 101. I, I'm at that Whole Foods once in a while over there. A mm-hmm. bunch over there on Mayo 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 Drive, as mm-hmm. we say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Uh, that was real nice. Uh, Barrett Jackson. I never. I've, I've watched it several times on television on the electronic television, as a uh, as my friend says. But um, um, I've watched it a bunch of times. A buddy here in town used to have a party every year where he'd have everybody over and we'd watch cars go for ridiculous sums of money. And so, but I'd never been. And it's a great event. Had a lot. Had a. I didn't know what to expect going in. Um, but uh, we had a great time. A lot of great cars. Um, and so you can walk through the tents where they have all these showpiece cars that are going to go for you know major bucks. But then outside they got a bunch of tents where you see some. You know, more pedestrian cars that, you know, you can relate to either you owned one that was like it or you owned one of them or, you know, they went for sums of, you know, seven, seven to thirty thousand dollars. It's like, well, that's that's the reality of, of of life that I could probably see myself getting at some point. 
But uh, So my buddy Mikey, who's one of the most amazing tile guys in Arizona, also works on cars. And he's like high-grade guy on cars, right? And so he took a VW little van and literally made it into the most unbelievable kind of mystery machine from Scooby-Doo. I mean, it was top level. And so he uh, put it up for auction. So it was really funny. She sent us a link. This is a few years ago. And watching it and then talking to him on the phone, he was amazingly nervous, right? Because you're like, you don't know if it's going to be a hit. Sure. Right? Are you going to get your dough back? (laughs) (laughs) That one. That. And, you know, then I think he got nervous enough that he he had two or three sunburns before he started going. And uh, so I'm I'm talking to him on the phone as I'm watching it on the stream on, on on the computer. And it was kind of fun and harrowing at the same time. He did great in the end, but there was a point in time there where there was a little bit of, looked like we were hitting a little dead spot on the bidding, and he was freaking. And then it came through in the end. But as, I, as, I as the it. car goes over towards the other end, people realize it's now or never if you're going to make a bid. Correct. So we, uh, I saw a, I'd taken note of like a 62 uh, T-Bird, beautiful car, black, midnight blue. I'm not exactly sure, but just beautiful. And it was optioned out, so it was... Um, the way it was optioned out, it had the 390 motor in it. It was it was on the rare side, you know, in terms of the options that it came with from the factory. And so um, I said to my brother-in-law, I said, man, I hope we can see this one go across the block. Well, we, we happened to – there's bleachers. You can just go in and sit. And there's reserve seats too, but there's bleachers. So we went in and watched. Sure enough, this thing came, comes across the stage. I'm like, oh, wow, what, what luck, you know. And so uh, the bidding starts out. Like it, right away, it was up to fifty or sixty grand. Like you know, first or second bid, and so um, as the bidding is going up, it ended up selling. Spoiler alert: it ended up selling for one hundred fifty grand. Well, as the bidding is going up, we realized about two rows in front of us and about six feet over, there were these people that were getting kind of animated. And as the bidding went up, they got more animated. And I, I, I said, hey, I, I think this is their car. And then it hits 150 and the, the hammer co- goes down and these guys are all, they all jump up, they're high-fiving, they're hugging each other, t- they're taking pictures. It was their car, you know, it was their baby that they uh, either fixed up or some a family thing or something that they want, that they decided it was time to sell. And That's they got awesome. $150,000 for this thing. Now, in pure, beautiful serendipity, Matt got to see in live the Pliskin Acres SUV. I did. I did the Renzian. What was this? I should have been ready. So this for is this. the one that has the bomb-proof bottom. That you talked about it earlier. Bulletproof glass. I say, man. So we talked about that this morning. It's got some James Bond add-ons, gas like masks, gas masks. It's got pepper spray uh, dispersal unit. <laughs> I think it has a smoke screen thing in the back. It, yeah, I can. I can go through if I can. And find we, the you know, picture. so we talked about how. <laughs> You know, if you go to a you know a dealership in Tucson, they have the Desert Protection Program, which is that true coat. The, the Ravanzi. The Ravanzi. Yeah, rhymes with Fonzie. S- sounds like sounds like a car they would have advertised on uh, on an episode of uh, of Married with Children, but uh, that uh, Kelly Bundy would have uh, advertised for hypothermia kit, uh, <laughs> magnetic deadbolts, uh, intercom system, blinding lights. I like that. Uh, siren and horn options. Electrified door handles, um, ram, <laughs> yes. bu- ram bumpers, thermal night vision system, military-grade run-flat tires, your pepper spray, pepper spray dispenser, uh, underside explosive protection. Yeah, it's it's the whole package. It says starting at two hundred, starting at two hundred eighty-five thousand. Sounds like a deal, dude. Yeah. So, uh, does that have an NDS on it? 
Narcan distribution system <laughs> for the it acres? It doesn't say that, but I'm sure you can add it on because it does say starting Anything. That. What the heck? The res the Resvani. So it was neat. And the other thing that was kind of interesting, um, when I was really into car shows and all that stuff uh, a long time ago, the big thing was original. Original, original, original. Well, now the the money they're getting for what they call a resto mod, which means you take like a classic Corvette and you put a new, you 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 restore the body and body work and everything new to original, but the engine's like a new, like an LS1 Corvette motor or something. Oh, nice. So they do that, but it's not the, it's not the typical Frankenstein, you know, kind of job you see. Uh, so they're very well integrated um, and th- those are going for big bucks. So it was kind of interesting seeing the market kind of uh, putting a value on a, on a well done, what they call a resto mod instead of, because before let the big bucks were, like if it was totally original, that was that was the value, right? So that's that's kind of interesting seeing that trend, uh, how that trend emerges. So a good weekend overall for the ESQs. Absolutely, yeah. And got awesome. to spend time with the extended family, and uh, we had a really good time. Beautiful. Really good time. I'm glad it all worked out. For me, it was um, actually a very nice highlight was Saturday morning. Me and uh, Mrs. D went to uh, Rito uh, and just hung out with... Uh, uh, jo- jo- Joanne met uh, the uh, the uh, her race team, you know, her trainer and some of her uh, guys that work with her. And then we uh, we 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 basically toured around Rito. Mark was uh, with his daughter planting new geraniums in the paddock. It was just kind of like everyone's kind of getting ready. And again, this place is, would be so nice if the county would just put some dough in it, like it's supposed to, right? Because there's stuff in it that. In a, in a typical, you know, renter, rentee kind of, you know, a <laughs> renter tenant, there's basic things that the, you know, the, the renter would be taking care of. And, sure. and I think this is uh, one of the best things that happened for Ito is Chuck Huckleberry is not a county administrator anymore. Because what we're hearing is he literally told people that worked in parks, don't spend a dime ever on Rito. Yikes. So... Hopefully and the soccer team, I, I, a couple, no, five years ago, six years ago, was with some folks that were down here for a soccer game. I said, what's the, what's, what's the word on the fields? And, uh, not so good. So. Our fields suck, dude. They still, and even those new fields they, they did on the west of the side of the track, those suck too. They don't take care of them. You know what I mean? Um, and then you have the homeless drug camp in the forest over there too. So I've heard more and more about callers and uh, observations from friends. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Um, let's do a quick rundown. There's lots of stuff to talk today. DeFilippo will be here at 7. So uh, let's get to the uh, the uh, the third grader in a lawsuit because she uh, w- they, her school wouldn't let her. They wanted to wear the corona mask, but she had one that said, Jesus loves me, which triggered everybody in administration. So hmm. we'll do that. Yeah. Third hour, Matt's going to play a few videos. Dana Bash at CNN finally found mild integrity and started asking uh, Schiff and Fang Fang's boyfriend questions about, doesn't it sound right that you're not on these on these committees anymore because of blank, blank, and blank? Sure. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll go through Sarah Arnold's analysis of, of uh, Joe's uh, false claims during his speech on the American economy. Uh, we'll get to the video of Paul Pelosi and his attacker. I don't know if you've seen that, Matt, but it's... It's just odd. Weird. I, I did see it. <laughs> uh, we got a shooting behind the Walmart on Wetmore. 
Uh, Tucson hits an amazing new low. This sounds like something out of a bad movie. We will get to this before the hour's up. Uh, a drive-by shooting at a funeral at Holy Hope Cemetery. Just can't make stuff like that up. So we'll get to that before it's all over. We'll talk about a 27-year-old woman who died after crashing into a concrete barrier on stone, probably right where that little curve is over there by Limberlost area. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about the 15-year-old human smuggler arrested in Benson. Oh, mercy. We got that. Uh, Tucson holding election. The, the headline's amazing, right? Is it to make Tucson carbon neutral? This is the sweet deal with TEP. And we're going to talk about the timing of this. You can make this place goofy neutral. The, the, the timing of the election is going to... Well, it's not... If Well, if you're listening to Wake Up Tucson over the years, this will not blow your mind. <laughs> Remember, these are people who are worried about the taxpayers, right? Usually. There's a story on uh, Channel 3 up in Phoenix, Arizona's family, right? Should federal grants favor highway repair over expansion? And it's actually a story about what we talked with Ted Maxwell last week, which was the uh, expansion of um, I-10. I-10. So we'll do that. Uh, We got Tucson made it in the top third of a uh, analysis of America's dirtiest cities. So we made that. I mean, grime or smut? Well, we'll we got it all. Okay. Okay. Maybe both. (laughs) Uh, Tucson St. Patrick's Day Parade is postponed. We'll talk about that. Um, We've got so much stuff to do today. When we start off, I'm going to read you a, a post by my friend Connie Pellman, who's a longtime Republican who's worked on lots of different uh, s- supporting Republican candidates. I mean, she's one of your your real ground, you know, on-the-ground workers in the party, Okay. And it, it was her thoughts after watching the Arizona GOP uh, meeting where Jeff DeWitt was elected as the head of the AZ GOP, which I think is the right move here. And so I want to read it to you, and then I want to kind of wrap it up with what went on Friday. So let's talk about that when we come back. And then um, if I have time, I, I want to get to more Mark Fincham emails where he sounds like he's starting to, I think he's starting to sound like a televangelist a little bit. I'm just telling you. So, all right, it's Phil Collins' birthday, so we're going to have lots of solo Phil, Genesis, Brand X, and then again, Jody Watley. Just one. Just one. Just one. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. That gated reverb drum sound. Remember, they got Phil, Phil's got this room. It's in a barn or something, it's got this killer sound. Uh, and so I think Bob Clearmountain was the, the producer. Anyway, they got this. Phil's got a barn someplace that's got some killer sound. I don't know if it's like made of stone or whatever. That's where he records that 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 sound. So he produced Frida. I know there's something going on from ABBA, and he plays the drums on it, and it has that same that same drum. So probably recorded in the same place. Phil Collins' birthday today. Very talented guy. Not only you know a lot of you would know him from his pop stuff in the '80s, you know, right? But singing and playing drums for Genesis, right? Don't. Don't fool yourself. Phil Collins is one of the greatest drummers ever. You can put him up. He just, you know, he had to go sing in front Genesis. The guy's amazing. Freaking amazing. So, uh, let's, uh, 
Let's get to uh, also, uh, so I want to read this uh, little message that our friend Connie Pellman put on um, Facebook after the election of Jeff DeWitt. And if you guys remember Jeff, he was on the show when he was the state treasurer. I think he's the right move here because he he's a he's like a responsible adult who can fundraise and knows numbers and organization but at the same time i mean the guy the guy left his job to go work for trump being the cfo of nasa right so he's got the trump thing going on right but at the same time and much more able than i mean so I, I it's so funny when you have your little facebook memories right it's one of the better parts of facebook right Sometimes my memory is a pretty good steel trap, but sometimes I need help, right? And I, I did a survey of I, – I showed a picture of miserable Kelly, Kelly Ward with her miserable husband, Mike, right, looking like someone just stole their Cheerios, right? And I said, is this going to work out because I don't, I don't see it, right? And what did we learn that Kelly Ward was a train wreck? She was a train wreck in her previous two years, train wreck the following two years, Right? So, um, so Connie, again, uh, I'm friends with Connie. She lives up on the Northwest side of town. She, um, she used to be the Pima County GOP executive director in 2016. Thank you for that reminder. Mr. Beard, former Pima GOP chairman. But I want to get this. Uh, I don't want to run out of time either. Let's see. I was at the AZ state meeting yesterday. I happened to sit in front of some folks who, in my opinion, are part of the reason the Republicans in Arizona are so divided. When Jeff DeWitt was announced as chairman, they started with derogatory comments. He hadn't even been installed, made one decision, and they're not giving him a chance. Their decision has been made. Interestingly, there's a faction in our party who think they know better than anyone else who does not agree with them. If we can get our egos out of the way, we will. If we don't get our egos out of the way, we will continue to lose elections. We need to recruit viable candidates. We need to stop jousting at windmills regarding past elections. Instead of throwing money to overturn an election, spend those dollars to fix the problems. Let's start acting like adults. Work together. Except we will not always agree. Compromise is not a bad thing. It's necessary to get things done. Sorry. Um, for the constitutional conservatives, Google the term. Surprisingly, they will compromise. As far as the term rhino is concerned, because we keep getting everyone's a rhino. Let's, this is a great line. As far as the term rhino is concerned, it is not a term to be used for anyone you don't agree with. It's a term coined for elected officials who do not fulfill their campaign promises. It's also a term I find childish. I have been a Republican for longer than most of you have been alive. And I watched my dad do his job as a Republican in a Democrat township, elected trustee twice and elected chairman of the school board by the other four members who were all Democrats. We can do better. I am truly sad and frustrated by the state of my Republican Party. We can start by giving our new state leadership a chance without prejudging. I'm going to build on this when we come back. You're on the Wake Up Tucson show, 1030 The Voice. Local news and talk. I'm going to build on this. And then we got so many things to get to. D. Filippo at the top of the hour. Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice. Local news and talk. All right. You're on Wake Up Tucson. Celebrating Phil Collins' birthday today. 
you are, if you want to get on the show, 790-2040, wakeuptucsoncommons at gmail.com. We're one week away from our happy hour at the Short Rest Tavern inside and behind in the back of Tucson Games and Gadgets at Tucson Mall. Please, if you can let me know you're coming, that would be great. At the same, wakeuptucsoncommons at gmail.com. So you just, I just read a, a great uh, post by my friend Connie Pellman, longtime Republican, and this ties back to the whole kerfuffle on Friday. Okay, with uh, people, the Pima GOP guy's wife demanding that Shelly Kais wasn't allowed to speak on the show, even though she already already canceled, which was pretty funny. But where we're at is, the, and, and, and a friend of mine said, well, are, you know, by, by going after the MAGA pures, right, are you turning off people who listen to the show who are Donald Trump supporters, right? So let, let, let's have this discussion. Chris, I'll get to you in a little bit. I got to get this off my chest, okay? So maybe I have to stop saying the word MAGA pure. I'm going to say the word purity wing of the party because I think it's, it's, it's muddying up the waters a little bit, okay? But we're to a point in time where what, 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 uh, what Connie just, what I just read from Connie is part of my framework of what I'm not thrilled by in the Republican Party. So... And the other part of this, too, is, so, you know, I uh, talked to Shelly later on Friday. And remember, here she put it in writing to answer all the accusations. That's what I read to you, right? I didn't, I didn't edit it. I didn't, and I, and I read uh, Chairman Smith's wife's accusations, right? And basically trying to clamp down on free speech, okay? So Shelly said... She will meet on the air and have a discussion with Chairman Smith anytime he wants to. She does have open dates. She, she does run a business. I'm sure Dave has his obligations also. Uh, and then we'll, we'll find out. But so I, and from my side, I'll, 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 I'll easily say we can do one or two hours for those two to have that out on the air. And let's get it out. So uh, Dave Smith or any of your, your buddies or any of the other folks who are listening to the show, who want this to happen, let Dave know that he's welcome to come on the show and have an adult conversation uh, with Shelly Kais, and he can throw all the accusations out at her, and she's going to answer, and we're going to have that discussion. So, open invitation to Dave to come in. Betsy, you're going to have to stay outside. You can't debate for him, so he's going to have to do it himself. Now... But here's the thing: the part, the the, the these the, the folks that I have a problem with, right, in the Republican Party, including candidates. It's not because you see what happens is they want you to believe that I don't, I'm not supportive of them because somehow I'm not a Republican. I have 14 years of what's been saying what's in my heart for 14 years on this show. And writing it down, whether it's the column on Inside Tucson Business, Facebook, my thoughts are out there. As we know, DeSimone's not shy about sharing. I mean, I have seen Wadsack call me a Democrat. That Chris DeSimone's a Democrat. So yes, I am the biggest small business supporting, tax disliking, pro-life, I can just keep going. Everything that is the hallmark of a true conservative, I have supported over the last 14 years. And this angry human 
because I think she's a miserable human, can run around and say DeSimone's a Democrat. Which, of course, if you're buying that, you've lost your mind, right? Either you're so emotionally wrapped up in this, right? But the reason there's these very... Here's the problem with this, this wave of loud Republicans, which most of them lost their elections, right? Is the idea that they're just not good people, right? And they act like leftists. So think about this. Betsy Smith, on behalf of her husband, emails Patty at the station, and you know what, you know what the, the Pima GOP leadership is acting like? They're doing cancel culture. So I'm sure they're sitting uh, at the at the uh, the kettle restaurant barking at each other about how the wokesters and their these bastards with their cancel culture are ruining America. Well, what did you just do here? This is cancel culture. So when I have people out there, there are candidates out there who have said some of the most. I can't even say it on air without making myself sick about Juan Siscomani. And when I asked them to say, is that something you would take back? They would go, and they've said it in public. They wouldn't take it back. And and, I mean, it's stuff that make you sick, what they said about him. Right? So I have people and, you know, so do you have proof? Well, no. Right. Uh, when they go after Republicans and I go, and they say, oh, this person did that. I go, did you talk to him? I'm not talking to them. Well, what are we doing? Right. So we just make accusations. If people do something wrong, we don't talk to them first. I mean, think about this, right? Even this whole thing with them uh, complaining to Patty. Call me up. Hey, Chris, we got concerns. What's your concerns? I didn't get that chance. Right. Cancel culture in the GO- GOP doing cancel culture that sounds weird but that's what they're doing so yes sir adelita has tried to silence the tucson crime free coalition we right. call it out in, in her in her email she says why would we give these people the the pulpit basically laura conover has you know given them the uh as they say in in uh in horse racing shown shown the whip like if you go on shock jock radio whatever that means right uh i can't i can't work with you that's right. the way it's gone. So it's, it's that's that's a great point. Rena right? has, we've heard that, that there's been threats made to people if if you guys enable the tr- crime free coalition to get their message out, um, I'm not going to help you. So the, the the tone of the Conover um, comment is very close to the tone of the Pima GOP. So you know, if you're going to call it out one way, you're going to call it out both ways, right? And it's exactly what happened, in my mind. Right. Then there's people who are upset that I read the Betsy Smith letter out loud and commented on the air. Why? That's life. No one told me to, that this is a secret. You, you, this is what I love. They're so brave that they want to go cancel culture on me, right? But at the same time, when you say, well, we wrote all these things. And I took it, these accusations and read them on the air. They're going crazy. Well, why would he, why would he do that? That's horrible. Why? Is there something? Was there something secret about it? So what you're saying is the supporters of the cancel culture you you wanted it to secretly happen. This is how brave we are. 
Come on. So remember, so when I say th- these, when I say the people with the purity test, right? And Connie nailed it in her post, right? It's rhino. You can't say someone's just a rhino because you don't agree with them. Okay, a rhino is a Republican elected official who votes against mostly Republican. You know, once in a while there can be a brain fart, but ninety something percent of the time they're, they're voting against, or a good portion, majority, they're voting against real Republican values or working against Republicans. So let me give you an idea. So when John McCain, when we talk about bigger government shooting down Obamacare, uh, uh, the Angela, that's rhino. I'm there. Got it. Okay. Uh, when we talk about um, Ray Carroll, right, a guy who was a Republican who actively worked against Republicans. I mean, he took a picture with uh, Sharon Bronson with the puppies to get her reelected. That's a rhino. But trust me, if you don't agree with Justine Wadsack in Jonestown, you're a rhino. Just because you disagree with two people who are, I, I just find, not good human beings. I have personally experienced factors from them that are just, they're not good people. You know me. I, it's kind of one of those things. I've said that, I, Joe and I said this 10 years ago. How do we evaluate election, uh, candidates and or elected officials? Number one, do you live to serve or be served? Right? Well, I found most of these people live to be served. The narcissist train is hot. Right? Do they say what they do or are they truthful? I've found lots of lacking parts in some of these people also. Right? The idea that you go just go attack willy-nilly to raise your... That's the other part of it, right? Is you just can't go attack people to raise yourself up. After that, could, that That's tired. That's a, that, you want a tiresome trope? That's a tiresome trope. So a friend of mine in Phoenix, who uh, she's a longtime Republican, she's probably in her 60s, said to me about the Carrie Lake thing. I saw her around the holidays. She's like, you know something? It's really hard to build up. You're trying to, you're trying to uh, in a moderate state, right? We're still, maybe we, we lean a little bit red, right? Is the idea that you're, build, you're trying to build votes, right? But taking half the party and clearing them out. Right by telling half the party that you're not that important. Right, it's supposed to be additive. If you're trying to call the herd in your own party, that, as you're trying. No, to, that's the call the herd. Right? correct. Yeah. Right, and you say, "Well, how did I lose?" So at the same time, you're trying to appeal. You have a populist message that should should uh, uh, um, resonate with a wide audience, including independents or, or moderate Democrat. Right. So, so while you are simultaneously, you have a populist message that you're hoping will tap into public sentiment. Yeah. But at the same time, you're also trying to ex- execute a purge of the party. And that's, that's a bad combination, right? Cause it's now, just, that's first of all, that's hard to do. <laughs> that's a lot of wasted motion, right? Where you're trying to build populist, but also call half the party. Right when you looked at half the people voted for uh, Karen Taylor Robeson, right, and in the end you said those people were rhinos, Carrie. That's where you're at. And when you look at some of the uh, the um, the data that just came out, I shared it on the Wake Up Tucson uh, page. Uh, some of the percentages of how these things played out, right? So it says uh, here we go. AZ GOP turnout was 73% in 2002. Dems were 67, independents 48. 
Um, so Dems were down two and a half. GOP was down one point three. Indies were down two point seven. This is over eighteen, not over twenty, right? Um, remember, GOP had nearly two hundred thousand more voters than Dems in the registration rolls in twenty twenty two, right? Uh, so that's that's another thing where you're kind of say and, and and remember the GOP was up ninety one thousand voters over. 18. So for years, we've heard about how the registration uh, drives have been very successful. Correct. So again, it's, you know, the, the, um, the momentum should be, should have been going the other way. Correct. Uh, Arizona Republicans had the highest D to R voter advantage since 2012. That's Obama's reelection, right? Just under 200,000. The turnout advantage versus Dems was a 6.1%. 2016, it was, so Trump's election, it was 5.8%. So there was a higher GOP turnout advantage in 2022 than in the Trump election. So then as you start moving through these things, right, um, the tribal areas voted um, hot for Hobbs. It was 68% for Garcia, 84% for for Hobbs. And uh, Fort Apache, 2,500 more. Navajo, Hopi, 7,500 more. So 10,000 votes more in the tribal areas. Um, There was one more thing I wanted to get out to. So in the end, right, so then you say, then uh, Sergio sent me a picture of kind of the heat map of blue red in the um, carry, uh, uh, sorry, Kimberly Yee in Maricopa County, right? So when you look at, because remember, it's all about tabulators. And I'm not saying the tabulators were not a problem. Don't say I didn't say that, okay? But when, you, when I look at this map of the heat map of Kimberly Yee versus Martin Quesada, right? And you see... That's Maricopa County, right? Those are actual votes, okay? Uh, yes, there's some red spots, right? That South Phoenix area, kind of that Ruben Gallego, Ed Pastor area is blue. There's some interior parts of the of parts of Phoenix, but pretty much everything else around that small blue is all red, right? And the way the numbers turn out, right, is um, – Kimberly Yee beats Martin Quesada by, let's see, 170,000 votes in Maricopa County. This is, this, is, this is the race that drives the Carries and Hamadays and, and televangelist Mark Fincham crazy, is that number there. When you look at that heat map, and no one, is, no one wants to look at themselves as maybe they were – as a candidate, they didn't build. There's a means to do it. There, yeah. there, there was a way there. Correct. I don't know. I, you know, you talk about the, the the mechanical problems. Maricopa County, Pima. There were some reports about uh, about printers and and this and that, but it seemed like most of it was out of Maricopa. But statewide, I'm sure there were issues here and there. So you want to you want to have the conversation that on a 260 vote difference uh, for Attorney General that uh, that could have impacted that? Sure, absolutely. 17,000 votes in the in the lake race? Yeah, maybe. I, you know, it could have had some bearing. Did, did it cost of the race? I, it's a little less easy to, to go there. Could have. It could have. Right. Fincham, 137,000 votes. You got to be on drugs if you think it's it's because there were problems with tabulators. Yeah. I'm, in Fincham's race, in, in the uh, Secretary of State race. Correct.
Correct. In my opinion. That's yeah, just my got, opinion. He just got thumped. Yeah. He just got thumped. In a in a statewide race, he is not uh he's just he's just not a likable candidate in a in a in a mildly red red state. That's where we're at. Uh Sergio Wonder wishes all a happy fraud day. So uh six forty nine on the morning. Every day's fraud day. Just like French fries are every day's Friday. Uh, Chris, if you're still there, I'll take your call when I get back. Dr. D. Filippo's coming up in just a little bit. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 of the Voice, local news and talk. Little uh, Phil Collins, a uh, little side project, the old brand X. Uh, let's go to the phones. Chris, thanks for hanging on. I was uh, getting something off the old chest. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Thanks, on the rhinos. Sir. Thank you, sir. I had heard I, I had heard that they had canceled the St. Patty's deal, but I guess postponed is what it really is. Well, I mean, so I mean, so you could say it's you could cancel it and say we can come back. We're going to co- hopefully we'll come back next next year, or we're postponing till next year. So you brought it up, yeah, so so yeah, let's do it. This exactly. is uh, Eric Fink uh-huh. over at KVOA. Thank God the president of the parade is called John Murphy. Good Italian name. Um, but it said increased expenses due to the city of Tucson requirements for road closure, messaging combined with increased costs of barricade and permitting fees, increased insurance measures imposed by the city of Tucson, right? Parade route Mm -hmm. along 6th Avenue, which is utilized by multiple events each year, has been compromised by the installation of immovable planters. Ain't that nice. (laughs) Wow. Um... And then, of course, COVID proposed, but they don't have any money because they didn't raise anything in the first, last couple of years. You got to get to the last one. Yeah. Uh, a community that doesn't support. Uh, let's see. I'm missing. Tell me. Uh, I got to look it up. It's a community oh, that so. doesn't support s- smaller recurring events. Oh, okay. Maybe that's in a different. It's not in this one I have here, I think, but maybe. Uh, so anyway, uh, the city has made decisions that have created deep community impacts without including our community in the decision process in a meaningful way. I like that. The city of Tucson made decisions that created, create deep community impacts without including our community. And, um, anyway, so the, the real, so the, the real question is, yes, Matt, an environment that appears averse to small community events of longstanding. That's untrue, though, right? So the question is, are they treating the St. Patrick's Day Parade, which celebrates mostly white people and gingers, okay, um, with the same way that they would treat uh, Dias de los Muertos, right, Uh, the same way they treated the MLK Parade, the same way they would treat the Rodeo Parade, are all of these being treated the same? That's the question. Good Good point. Right? And some of those other organizations, where are they getting money to support themselves? Because sometimes the city hits on Visit Tucson, who's got $10 million sitting in the bank, to go pay for some of these things. Maybe the, I'm sure the St. Patrick's Day Parade aren't even close to that stratosphere of importance to extra money. So that's where mm-hmm. you're at. So now, now on the rhino thing, Chris? Yes, sir. These rhinos... <laughs> These new, this new breed of rhino, like the Kingsinger or the Cheney, they are very, very, very outspoken. And I mean, they live for Twitter. They just live to polarize. And that's the new breed of rhino. They're they're in your face about it. 
In fact, I think I saw Mitt Romney wearing one of those gold Kirby vacuum rhinos. Now that's a now that now, that now that's a rhino, right? You got one a rhino, Mitt Romney. You well, got it. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, like Rush did a children's book. I was thinking a rhino children's book would be really good. And the rhino, it could be named Equity. I thought, I thought, it could I be thought, a little donkey. I thought it was mittens. cute. I thought it was cute that. Um, I guess Trump was uh, had uh, Lindsey uh, Graham sitting behind him, and he was talking about <laughs> something about rhinos, and you're kind of sitting there going, hey, uh, Donster, uh, do you see who's sitting behind you? Did you? Did well, you? well uh, in comments, I saw where they, uh, someone from uh, South Carolina said, hey, 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 we'll trade you Lindsey Graham for, and it was the, someone in Arizona, and they said, we'll trade you Lindsey for, for Chris for cinema. Well, so would would you do that trade, Lindsey Graham, straight no, up? No, oh. no, <laughs> hell no, hell no. So you're saying you're because, you're, gonna, you're gonna stick with Kirsten because she's got political aspirations. So that means she's got to at least do some things well and decent. Well, again, so, the, the the her move to independent is quite fascinating. Quite code fascinating, pink, baby. Code pink. <laughs> Well, that's she really is a liberal at heart. Over the head and shoulders with Code Pink. She's an amazing. Kirsten probably invaded the Capitol, Chris, because they did. They infiltrated the Capitol just like J Six, and they never did anything to him. Kirsten is an amazingly um, disciplined politician and actress. Amazing. She really is. Her and Mansion, they make quite a team. They're like peanut butter and chocolate, huh? She makes. she makes uh, Ed Norton in that movie with Richard Gere look like a piker. <laughs> so, all right, sir. Have an amazing... God bless you, Chris. Have a great week. You too, sir. I want to sneak out a couple of holidays here. It's Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day, which, of course, is very therapeutic. <laughs> of course. Right? And as we like to say, sometimes you get a, your kids a gift that's wrapped in the bubble wrap, but somehow the kid's playing with a bubble wrap more than the gift you got. Amen. Uh, it is National Escape Day. Which reminds me of the com- the Wake Up Tucson Compound show we did that time. Uh, National Inane Answering Machine Day, which does remind me of George Costanza's uh, message. Yodel for your neighbor's day. Don't yodel in the acres. They might shoot you. They might think you're a goat or something. And then it's National Croissant Day. So I, 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 the greatest croissant deal ever is that five ninety nine for 12 croissants at Costco. I'm just telling you. 75 croissants. Yeah. <laughs> Seven bucks. D. Filippo coming up next. Pima County and horse racing talk. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice. Local news and talk. Dave Smith, Pima GOP chair. You're invited to have a sit-down with me and Shelly Kais on the air, and we'll get out all the issues. Wake up, Tucson.